Listener Production. How did our share market react to today's interest rate decision? And what was in the commentary from the Reserve Bank's decision? Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Tuesday the 7th of November. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello, Laura. Good afternoon. Lots going on today, my friend. Melbourne Cup Day. Well, yes. Good afternoon, a public holiday in Victoria. Yes. The Aussie market was still trading normally. And of course, we had the Reserve Bank decision, which there received a lot it. of attention about half an hour before the big race as well. But uh, markets were pretty messy today. And there was, as we had the other day as well, we've had a bit of a knee-jerk reaction to the RBA. So well, first of all, for those that aren't following this, yep. the RBA did lift interest rates by mm-hmm. 25 basis points to 4.35%. And that was widely expected. That's now landed near 12-year highs. But yeah. as we mentioned, you know, markets were sort of thinking it could go either way. But in terms of the analysts that were surveyed, most of them thought that there was going to be a 25 basis point rate hike. So I guess it wasn't too surprising for them. So initially, we did see the market fall back by a fifth of 1% straight after the decision was released. We were already down before that. But then it took some time and it seems like investors sort of digested the commentary in the RBA's decision and the market suddenly started lifting all of a sudden again. I think that's exactly right. It's a good way to to sum it up because there were almost 30 economists surveyed by Bloomberg on this. There were three that were expecting interest rates to stay on hold. Everyone else, all the other economists across the country were expecting a rate hike. So this was the most likely outcome. The market did certainly drop immediately after that decision. But this was the the first lift under new boss Michelle Bullock, or Mishy B, as you refer to her as. (laughs) It'll catch on one day. It will. The 13th increase since May last year. So there have been a lot of rate hikes and, you know, haven't been higher in a really long time in 12 years. But there were some hints in the accompanying statement, which is generally a one-pager you can find on the Reserve Bank's website when the decision's made at 2.30pm Sydney time, which sounded a touch more cautious about future rate hikes. Now, Michelle Bullock did stop short of ruling out more rate hikes and made it clear that the RBA is going to be watching very closely to see any upcoming data before making a decision in the coming months. But some of the key things to watch, an update on wages on the 15th of November, jobs a day later, the 16th of November, and then inflation on the 29th of November. Now, at the moment, CBA economists reckon that it's most likely that the RBA might be done with rate hikes, but there's still a possibility, at least over the short term. Yeah. So within that commentary, if we look at the statement, they said inflation has passed its peak, but it's still too high and it's proving to be more persistent than they had expected a few months ago. But they do still forecast that inflation will continue to come down slowly. So a bit slower than they had initially anticipated. What the focus was on was the last sentence of of the statement. And that's generally what we look at quite closely to see what could be ahead for rates. And as you sort of touched on, in this instance, they they said whether further monetary policy could be required in English, whether or not they may need to lift rates again. Whereas last time it was slightly different saying some further monetary policy may be required. And that might not seem very different, Mm. but I guess it's that minor change in the commentary that makes us think that potentially, you know, she's a little bit more optimistic about what's ahead. That's exactly right. Because I think for normal humans out mm. there, it's, you know, a slight change removing or replacing a word or two doesn't seem like a big deal. Mm. But 
economists love this type of oh, stuff. And they will look our through... Our economists here, <laughs> let me tell you. They will look through a few hundred words and generally it's the final paragraph where the, the governor will be kind of clearest about what might be ahead and what their thinking is. So if they just remove one word and replace it with another, that can totally be seen as perhaps a, a hint rightly or wrongly, that mm. the RBA might be changing its thinking slightly. So that's why that's important. So today, the ASX 200, as we head into the close, is down by around a fifth of 1%. As you pointed out, Laura, it was down more earlier. But it does follow a 3.3% rally over the prior five days. And it was the best start that we had to a month or year. Mm. So I think that is very important to, to consider when we look at how our market has, uh, has responded today. Yeah, we did start off on the on the back foot as well. So it would have been a little bit hard to get above that line yep. to finish in the green. We're down only a fifth of 1% ahead of the close though. So it could have definitely been worse. Mm-hmm. And I think it was actually helped by, by that RBA decision, even though it might not seem like it. Exactly. So let's look at sectors today because it's pretty messy, isn't it? Yeah, it's roughly mixed, you know, about half-half in terms of what we're seeing. We're seeing the tech sector being the outperformer by far, but we're also seeing telecom and healthcare doing pretty well. But on the other end, financials. Exactly. And we're in this period now where many of the banks are releasing profit results. And, you know, we just heard from Westpac at the start of the week. So yesterday with its results, and it was kind of signaling that, you know, the rate hikes that they're seeing at the moment are starting to have a bit of a negative effect on their results. So we'll hear from some of the other banks in, in coming days. But just to mention there, while yep. we are on Westpac, they did actually lift around 2% today. They've fallen back more than that today. So yeah, they're, they're down they're, 2.7% yes. now. Yeah. And that's quite significant, especially because the financial sector makes up about a quarter of the whole ASX 200 index, which is what the we quote to you guys in terms of how the market's performing. Exactly. So let's look at some stocks quickly. Origin Energy uh, managed to lift today, according to a number of reports, one of them in the Financial Review, Brookfield and EIG. Uh, they're ramping up their campaign to convince Origin shareholders that the sweetened $20 billion takeover offer on the table is a good idea. Yesterday, its major shareholder, Aussie Super, increased its stake in the, the company to 15% and could vote against the deal uh, this week as well. So that's certainly going to be one to watch. But Origin shares about 50% higher from low to high over the past 12 months. The Aussie market, just in comparison, less than 1% higher over that period. Newmont. So that's the one that took over our biggest gold miner here in Australia, Newcrest Mining. That takeover officially happened about two weeks ago. They're now trading on the Aussie market under the code NEM. But today that became fully official. All the paperwork is done, dusted and signed off. So you would have potentially seen that announcement on the market today. But we have seen Newmont shares fall back today with all the other gold miners as well. Yep. A semiconductor company called Webit Nano very cute name for a company. It's up in the in the order of about 4% today. It's been on a bit of a run recently, 2% higher yesterday, 12% higher last Friday. Well, uh, in the past 24 hours, it said that it's received its first revenue, relatively small, 100 grand licensing fee, but it still is meaningful as far as its commercialization journey is concerned. So its stock is up. And just a few other things of note today. So we did have New Hope paying out its dividend, 30 cents per share, and that includes a special dividend. And we had CSR and Invocare trading ex-dividend today. So there were a few weights as well. Yep. Let's look ahead to tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, There'll be a couple of things to watch. Firstly, just a reminder that daylight saving time has, of course, kicked in or ended rather in the United States. The US market is now shutting at 8 a.m. Sydney time, 
rather than seven. There'll be quite a few speeches by Fed officials, the US central bank officials in coming days that could be quite important for uh, for markets and quite a few profit results as well this evening from the likes of Uber and eBay. Looking to tomorrow, there's not really any economic releases, I guess I guess giving some space to breathe and, and take in that, uh, that rate decision and the commentary there, but we will have Orkham and Chorus hosting their annual general meetings. And also we've got James Hardy out with profit results tomorrow and ResMed is trading ex-dividend. And that's a wrap on a very busy day on the Aussie share market. Enjoy the evening, everyone. Bye. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.